Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. In a moment we're going to look at detail at the hybrid leaving cert being no longer on the table. To discuss this and other issues I'm joined first off by Fianna Fáil Senator and their spokesperson in education, uh, Malcolm Byrne. Good morning to you Malcolm. Uh, good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. Now, Malcolm, I want to get on to the hybrid leaving cert, but we are still waiting to hear, with bated breath, the reports on the situation at the Korea water plant. I was led to believe these were coming down the tracks months ago. Still no sign of them, but you do have some updated information for us. What is that, please? Yes, Alan. Well, I, I, I suppose I made a commitment uh, to the people in Gorey who were impacted by this early on, but I think more widely uh, um, there is a commitment that has to be given that everybody in Ireland should be entitled to a clean, reliable, drinkable uh, water supply. And what happened in Gorey last summer, and it could have happened indeed uh, in any water treatment plant around the country, um, set off alarm bells. Um, Housing Minister Darrell Bryan ordered an audit uh, of all of the uh, water treatment plants around the country, starting with the largest ones. So Gorey, the Crea plant, along with the 25 largest plants around the country, uh, an audit has now been completed uh, and new procedures have been put in place to ensure that what happened before will not happen again. That covers 65% of the population, but obviously for some of the smaller water treatment plants, uh, that issue needs to be addressed. So w- what I want to say is, you know, to people in Gorey uh, and to, you know, people across Wexford in Ireland, I'm not going to stop until we ensure that you know every water treatment plant that that measures are put in place to to yeah. you know that what happened before will not happen again. Um, the other element then is obviously the reports uh, by Wexford County Council and others, the EPA, they heard yet their report, but the report is to you know what happened, how it happened, and then the actions that have been taken. Now that report I know has been completed with Wexford County Council. Uh, it is being given to some of the individuals who are involved uh, to allow them to respond. Uh, but I understand it will be published uh, in full quite shortly because there's a very clear commitment to those who were impacted in particular uh, by the the coal outbreak um, that they need to know the full facts of exactly what has happened. Right. Uh, and then and then following on from that, uh, which is important, that not just the people in Gorey, but indeed all over County Wexford and nationally, um, you know, that the procedure is in place to ensure it never happens okay. again. And do we know what caused the delay? Because I was led to believe we would have had that report before Christmas. Why the delay? Can you shed some light on that? So, so, so my understanding is, is that obviously it has to be given to, so if, if individuals are identified within a report um, before it goes public, they obviously have to have uh, a chance to be able to to respond uh, to some of the findings that are in that. It's, it's, you can understand, Alan, if you were going to be named in a report, you'd like to see it before it was put out into the public domain. Uh, so so th- th- those individuals, as I understand, and, and my understanding is that process is nearly uh, completed. Okay. Uh, I think fair procedure has to be followed. But, but let's be absolutely clear about this. Uh, there has to be complete transparency. Uh, everybody needs to know exactly what has happened and also that the lessons have been learned. And I'm quite happy now in terms of, you know, having seen a lot of the work um, that, that, that is being done, that there is progress. Mm-hmm. I suppose the other good news, and if it's a, a very specifically local issue in Gorey, and people will be aware for large parts of the town where there was a, a pipe that used to keep breaking on the Fort Road, uh, which left to, you know, regularly people were left without water in the town. Yeah. Uh, that nine-inch pipe uh, is being replaced in March, so that should solve that problem. And equally, I think you, you probably noticed, and I know people were complaining about it, but there, there has been a change of approach. It's much more precautionary now. I know it's a pain when people get boil notices 
Um, but I think it's it's much better that there is a precaution taken rather than a risk taken with people's right. health. So just, to, I want to move on to the hybrid leaving, Serge. You, you say that the report is imminent. Are we talking days or weeks, Malcolm? Can you give us an update on that? And then I have to well, move I, away from I, that topic. I can't, I can't give an answer on that. I, I'm certainly applying as much pressure for it to be to be out there in public, but but, but let's be absolutely certain that, mm. uh, you know, everyone who is impacted um, deserves to know exactly what has happened. Yeah. And also the actions that have been taken on foot of that, and I, I have been assured that it, it is it is imminent. I, I don't want to say, Alan, it'll be in the next few days, and right. then you coming back to me. But but I do know due process is being followed. Uh, but I, I, I will make, you know, I'm making absolutely certain uh, that this issue is addressed. Let's move on to the hybrid leaving certificate situation. Now, the government has decided against a hybrid leaving cert, despite calls for one from the opposition. A hybrid leaving cert, by the way, includes written exams and accredited grades on the basis that many students have experienced significant disruption to their studies due to the pandemic. The decision was reached yesterday, brought to Cabinet, not to go ahead with the hybrid leaving cert. Can you shed some light on as to what has been happening over the last 24 okay. hours, please? Well, well, Alan, as you know, I, I supported the hybrid leaving cert and I was on uh, chatting uh, on your programme with a number of leaving cert students. And in fact, over the last number of weeks, I've been chatting to leaving cert and indeed some junior cert students from around County Wexford, as well as to parents and to teachers uh, and to some principals around this. And there were a variety of views uh, that were expressed. Uh, certainly in the case of students, the overwhelming majority of students uh, did express the view that they wanted to proceed with the hybrid leaving cert. So, so for a lot of them, they're obviously going to be disappointed uh, with the decision uh, that that was uh, that was reached. Um, the leaving cert that the students are going to sit um, this year is not, though, the the traditional leaving cert. Um, there is there are allowances that have been made uh, for the students acknowledging All right, the extensive Malcolm. disruption that can, they, can, they yeah, can I can stop it for a second because I want to bring some questions that were given to me to yeah. put to you on behalf of parents and students alike and then I'll get you to round off uh, this by by talking to us about these changes and how they are being implemented the first question is and it's straight down the barrel at you on this one are Fianna Fáil giving up on attracting young voters as in a recent survey 68% of them voted for a hybrid model so two-thirds of the students, and I believe there were over 40,000, wanted a hybrid model. You said, no way, you're not getting it. So uh, have Fianna Fáil given up on these votes? Are you now mm, pointing them towards no. other parties like Sinn Féin? Well, no. Well, I, I'll put it this way, Alan. I mean, uh, you you make... I mean, decisions are made. I mean, I express the view in favour of a hybrid model. Um, the Minister made the decision, having consulted with the education partners, based on the evidence that's provided and before us. And I think, Alan... You know, nobody believes that you should make a decision simply based on on surveys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, one of the arguments, you know, you could equally have got a text coming in and saying that the teaching unions were completely opposed to the hybrid model. And so, you know, you could get a question that would come in if the hybrid model was well, offered, you know. And it, I will, it, Malcolm, I will be speaking to the teacher shortly after half past ten. Yeah. And I'll be putting the same question to them. But I yeah. mean, so, you so, are you so, are a politician. How can you say to me this morning that you shouldn't take surveys? You, 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 you politicians, no, I, you thrive on surveys. I, I, yeah, but I mean, you don't make a decision simply based on, on an opinion poll or a survey. Now, look, I, I engage, I mean, apart from the survey, 
I engaged extensively on with in face-to-face meetings uh, with students, and I'm I'm happy to continue to do that to talk about what has happened. Mm-hmm. I think the, the 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 good news, I suppose, if if you want for um, the students concerned for this year in 2022, is there are more places in further and higher education than have ever been available. So, you know, and I know uh, earlier this week you were talking about the Just apprenticeships programs and the offers yes. that are there for students who want to go into apprenticeships. There are more offers there. The government has made available 8,000 additional higher education uh, places. We have one of the highest rates of participation in higher education in the world. And over the last two years, an extra 8,000 places have been made available for those students. So I appreciate that, you know, there there are issues around the leaving. Please, Malcolm, can you answer the question for me? Why, and it's a very straight question, why have you, as a government party and your your colleagues in Fine Gael, gone against the grain of the the poll of the students where 68% of them said they wanted a hybrid model and you've said no? Can you answer that question directly for me, please? Don't don't skirt around it. Please answer the question. I'm I'm, I'm answering the question, Alan. You're not? Uh, No, you're skirting around it. Please answer it, please. Well, if you let me answer it, Alan. Yes, uh, I will. Government does not make decisions on the basis of opinion polls and surveys. And uh, while they're important and they have to be listened to, all of the players uh, in this process, you know, have to be have to be listened to. So, as I would have aligned before, when the minister met with the partners in education, there was a very strong view uh, expressed by students. And I, you know, and, and and as I've said, I've met with those students. And yes, the majority of students support uh, the hybrid model. There was an equally strong view expressed uh, by the teaching unions and the State Examinations Commission, uh, and the Minister has to listen to those views. The reason as to why, uh, and the decision that was made, the primary reason as to why uh, an adjusted leaving search is going to be operating this year instead of the hybrid leaving search, was the concern that of those who are in the leaving search this year, Uh, 25% of them, because they didn't do transition year, didn't sit a junior search either uh, two years ago. So there were two fears on that. One, uh, that you would have students who would be leaving our education system uh, who would never have sat a, potentially never have sat a junior search and a leaving search. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, they would, they would never have, you know, gone out of school with, 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 with having sat a, a formal state examination. And then secondly, the calculated grades which formed part of the hybrid model, part of the, uh, you know, the, the, the way that those grades were calculated was partially on the basis of a student's junior cert results. Now, Alan, can I say on a, on a personal basis? Yes. Uh, and I made this clear when I, when I spoke with you, you know, last week. I think that there are innovative ways that we could look at assessing... Uh, those students. And can I ask uh, you to park? Yeah, I, can I ask you to park the thoughts? Because I do want you to tell me what the changes are. But I have some more questions for you that I have to simply mm-hmm. get answered by you. And these are: the last two years have been far from normal for them. In particular, their fifth year will have been particularly disrupted. Why then was this not taken into account? The leaving cert is a two-year cycle that's been defined by COVID, and yet sitting a traditional exam ignores that fact. Now that's a question I've been asked by a number of people to put to you, and not just you, Malcolm. I'll also put it to Deputy Brown and uh, Minister Brown and to Deputy Paul Kyo as well. Can you answer that question for me? Because these are the questions people want answered this morning. So so I I agree, Alan. And by the way, the last two years have not just been uh, disruptive to uh, young persons, you know, young people's education. As I said to you before, young people have made enormous sacrifices over the last two years. Uh, Their social lives, their sporting and cultural lives. and, And that has to be acknowledged. 
So with the students, and this is actually the changes, what the exam that is actually the case is people, people who kind of think, oh, it's back to the traditional leaving cert that was there and it's not taking into account that interruption. Uh, that's not the case. There are okay. significant changes that are being made to the leaving cert to take into account right. uh, you know, what had happened. Look, Alan, as, as I, I, I know before, you're under time pressure, so can you just outline what the changes are, please? Yeah. So, so the changes are that, that rather than the very traditional exams that, that would have been set, there are a number of changes that will allow greater choice to students, acknowledging that there's been this disruption and they may not have covered at the entire course. So let, let me give you a couple of examples. So English Paper 1, which is the first exam that students will sit in June, the candidates will then only have to answer half of the number of questions as usual. So the, the number of questions they have to answer is, is being halved. And on English Paper 2, they'll only have to answer on any two instead of all three sections. So in other words, they get greater choice. In mathematics on each paper, rather than which was the case up until now, where students had to answer 10 questions, there will now only be a requirement uh, to answer six. And in each of the subject areas, there's far greater choice going to be given to students, which is, you know, it's a lot fairer. Acknowledging that a student may not have been able to cover the full curriculum, now they will have far more choice uh, than they would have ever had before. So, uh, you know, this is acknowledging the fact that there was a disruption. And look, Alan, I would have loved to have seen uh, the, the hybrid model of gone ahead. That was my preference. Why didn't you fight uh, for I was speaking did, about did, this. Did you fight for it? I was. I was fighting for it. And I was speaking about this. You see, the funny thing was, your program was covering this sort of in the last month or two. I was speaking about this last May and June when last year's leaving certs uh, were, were, you know, sitting their exam and saying, we have to have concern about what was then this year's fifth years and equally around the juniors. So, so I, I, I say, you know, I know you're putting the question to me now, but I've, I've been raising these, All right. just because you weren't covering it, I've been raising these for a long, for a long period and will continue to raise it. The most important thing for those students is that they do have increased choice. But I think that that other message that's out there is there are far more places and the government is making far more places available on apprenticeships and in higher education than ever before. Right. Look, I have a couple of comments. I know you're under pressure, but I have to get this final question into you, please, Malcolm. Um, As they go for third level places, they likely will come up against last year's leaving certificate students who have the inflated predictive grades. And many students did defer moving into third level because of COVID. What's your answer to that, please? Yes, so there is a standardization process um, that is uh, being used. So there was evidence of the hybrid model that was used the last two years uh, did mean that there was great inflation in 2020 and in 2021. Uh, um, What has been guaranteed this time is in terms of the standardization model that is going to be used for 2022 will mean that the overall number of grades in 2022 will remain the same uh, as that in, in 2021. So a student in 2021 who is looking for a place will be in the exact same position as a student in 2022. A student in 2022 will not be disadvantaged. I think the, the, the biggest change, is, uh, I suppose Vina said, is, is there's a lot more places that are going to be available in further as well as in higher education. And also there are significant improvements uh, this year in the SUSE grant scheme uh, which will mean that more students will qualify um, for student grants. There is a broader issue, Alan, around the Leaving Cert itself is, is an outdated method of assessment. We do need uh, to look at a 21st century uh, method of assessment, and Minister Norma Foley has committed right. to doing this. This is not, I mean, as somebody described the decision that was taken as the least, it was the school principal described it to me as the least worst option 
Um, and I know it's difficult, but at least now students have certainty, uh, which is something that's very important. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.